All right, you guys, so here's the deal. I thought uh, I would share what the difference is between uh, owning real estate and maybe working in your job. There's, there's kind of two different mindsets that have to happen. I call it having an employee mindset versus a business owner mindset, and this is what I mean. And, and by the way, this isn't a knock because somebody works for somebody else. It's not what this, this is intended to be. It's not what we're gonna talk about. Um, none of that, right? But use your income that you have from your job, your business, whatever, and start building your passive income up. What I wanna specifically talk about is the difference between thinking like a business owner and then thinking like an employee, right? And, and what, this is what I mean. You see, when you go to work for somebody else, you receive W-2 income. And let me just tell you, I'm not gonna get into all the taxes and things. The Internal Revenue Code was not favorable. It's not set up to uh, help those that receive W-2 income. What it's really set up is for people that own businesses. And by the way, just because you have a W-2 income doesn't mean you can't own a business. You see, as you start to build your real estate portfolio, that then becomes your business, okay? And this is what I mean. I was uh, just talking to a gentleman yesterday and it was so difficult for him to get his mind around this. And that is expenses associated with your rental property, if you, everything is set up correctly, which I recommend you, you meet with an accountant, we have a great one, uh, Richard Lowry, k &R Tax, happy to give a referral there and you can do your due diligence, talk to him and you'll see he is amazing, right? But getting back to what I was talking about, my point with that is, is he couldn't get over the fact that his taxes as an investor are going to be higher than if he, if he lived in the home as, as, a primary, as his primary residence. This is what I mean. So specifically in Indianapolis where we work, uh, taxes are capped. Uh, if you own the home as your primary residence, you're gonna be somewhere around 1%, depending on the county. Okay, so if you live in a home that's a couple hundred thousand dollar home, you're gonna be, pay a couple thousand dollars a year in taxes. However, if it's an investment property, then that becomes 2% of whatever the assessed value is. Now, what's the assessed value? That doesn't mean that that's what you paid for the home. It means whatever the assessor's office has assessed the value of the home. So if you look, even at your current home, if you own a home, you're always gonna see your assessed value below what would be your, the market value or the appraised value. Okay, so he couldn't get over the fact he's like, man, I, I, like if you know he's buying a seventy thousand dollar home, okay, he's like, man, that seventy thousand dollar house should be seven hundred dollars a year in taxes. Instead, his taxes were, again, more like fourteen hundred dollars a year. Okay, and I said, whoa, whoa. I said, you're looking at this com through the completely wrong lens. He said, your taxes can become a deduction. Okay? And when you operate a business and you think like a business owner, it becomes what kinds of things can I put in place to reduce the possibility that I'm ever going to have to give any money to the I and the R and the S, right? Who are not our friends, by the way. Unless, I don't know, unless you're one of those people that uh, you're like, man, I would love to donate more than I've been donating. But if you're me, and most people, it's how can I legally keep more of my own money and put it to work so that it can benefit those that I love and care about, okay? And so you've got to have, when I say a business owner mentality, a business owner mentality is 
all about how do I create as much cash flow, how do I recapture as much of this cash flow back to me while minimizing the amount of taxes that I pay. So what if you're paying $1,600 a year in taxes? Who cares? Write the check. You're kind of just putting the money from your right pocket into your left pocket. You can't see that I'm putting my right hand into my left hand here because it's out of the frame, but you get the idea. So thinking like a business owner is how do I maximize my deductions? Now, what's really the key as I'm talking about that? You have to have a competent accountant. Now, how do you know how to find a competent accountant? You need to find somebody if you're going to own real estate, and I talk about this in a lot of my other videos, you need to find someone that actually owns rental properties. Because if they own rental properties, you better believe they are sharpening their pencil. They are pulling out every legal trick, loophole, deduction that they can to make sure that for themselves they're not overpaying. So guess what? If they're going to do it for themselves and become masters at doing it for themselves, then now they can do it for you and I. Okay? So again, one of my first questions if I'm sitting down to interview a CPA and I own real estate is, do you own real estate? The answer is no. You got to move on. That guy is not going to be your friend. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of times people will reach out to me and say, hey, can you talk to my CPA and help him understand this stuff? I said, I, I've never done it, by the way, because my answer is always the same. You know, Bob, Jane, whatever their name is. Listen, if I'm the one that has to talk to your CPA to explain this part of the tax code and how to maximize deductions, then you're really in trouble because you've got the wrong CPA. You see, I'm, I'm not an accountant. I know enough to be dangerous, but I don't know all of the nitty-gritty intricacies, where it goes on all the forms. I have a team for that. You see, productive people, they leverage a team, okay? So while I understand what I can deduct, that also a lot of edu education has come from having a great accountant on my side. So again, you different mindset. You're going to receive W-2 income. You're thinking like an employee. You don't get a lot of deductions. I mean, you've got your kids, very little deductions on that side, on the W-2 income side. But as you have an LLC that's taxed as an S-corporation and you're owning this business, now you've got to put on the CEO hat of the business. And then it becomes about how do I generate as much income and maximizing the deductions I can take so that as much of that income becomes tax-free to me. Okay? So again, if you'd like a referral to a great CPA, I'm happy to refer you to one. There's also uh, Robert Kiyosaki, if, if you've heard of him, he wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He has uh, his CPA, uh, Tom Wheelwright, he has a book out, you can look him up. I mean, point blank, he says many times, I listen to his podcast, he says, if you are paying taxes, owning real estate, you are doing it wrong, right? If you're paying taxes, owning real estate, you're doing it wrong. So get educated, get the right team. You don't have to know everything. You just need to know how to find the right person that knows uh, what you don't know. Okay? And that's all you need to know. All right. Go be great. Passive income is yours for the taking. We'll see ya.